Hello YouTube fam. Uh this is a video probably three months overdue, I would say. Um yeah, almost exactly three months overdue. Uh I turned 30 this year and I think it's time to do one of those, you know, what I wish I had learned, blah blah blah. Age. So let's talk about it, alright? So the first lesson that I learned which, you know, if you forget everything, it's just this one. Um, do what you want to do, okay? Because life is so short and you really never know when you're going to go that if you want to do something, just do it. Like, if you want to start a business, do it. If you want to move to a different country, do it. If you want to, um, you know, basically start your life over, you can do whatever you want. And really... If you're not doing stuff, you're not really alive, if you think about it. So, the first thing I would say is absolutely, definitively, be brave. Just be brave. Do the thing you want to do. Because eventually, when you have a family, you're not going to be able to do the things that you could do. Because you can be stupid in your 20s. It's actually expected that you're going to be stupid in your 20s. And rather than thinking of it as, oh, you know, I regret doing... I almost never regret anything that I do now because it's so unproductive like it's good to reflect and it's necessary to look into yourself and think about oh what could I have done better but to regret that's really stupid um, because it's already done you can't really do anything about it and if you want to right the wrong regret is not gonna help you do it actually taking uh, action is gonna be the one that helps you do it so do what you want to do because you never know when you're not going to be able to have the chance to do it. And if you're young, um, do it, you know. Uh, and number two is to get plastic surgery earlier. Like, I, I think this is something that a lot of Westerners don't want to talk about. But thankfully, I think more and more people are talking about it. Is, you know, we judge people based on how they look. And whether you like it or not, that just is what... It's like gravity. Like... You can oppose it however you want to, but unless you are, uh, you know, removed from human life, you're always going to be judging people. So, I just think if you're a woman especially, you want to look as beautiful as possible because it just opens up more options in life for you. Um, even if you're a rich woman, if you look ugly, people are going to treat you differently. And this is something that I wish... I knew a little bit earlier, um, and I don't blame my the people around me, the women around me, because they were already beautiful and they had other issues to deal with. So everybody has their own burden, you know. You know, everyone is born with a certain unique blend of skills, and I think if we are stupid enough to think everyone has the same burden, it's not correct. And for me, I just feel like I wish I learned to look good, you know, pay attention to my makeup and wardrobe and gotten plastic surgery a little bit earlier. Now, I'm not saying plastic surgery can fix your internal um, being, but having had surgery since a year ago, I can tell you it made a huge difference in my life. The way that I was treated, the opportunities I had, and, you know, just click-through rates, too. You know, if you want to do YouTube, um, people, uh, you know, are more likely to click on somebody who's good-looking than somebody who's not, right? And, you know, obviously, what matters in life is your brain. 
because if we all just you know cared about looks we should all be supermodels but instead our brains are so big that it endangers uh the mom's life passing through the birth canal so i do think we evolved to be smart but as a woman you cannot deny um that youth and beauty is very important in this society and however much we advance in life until men can be pregnant we will never really be equal and might as well just use what god gave you which is your femininity which is very powerful a lot of people don't understand what it is and i myself am still like integrating parts of it into my life but it's very powerful and you may not hear this from everybody but that's why you watch this channel because i tell you the truth even even if it's uncomfortable um to you know look good especially if you're a woman if you're a guy it doesn't really matter because you still have to work um because you can't get pregnant you can't pass on your genes people evaluate you based on what you can do and if you're younger great maybe you can get some stuff for being good looking but it's not a long-term strategy and i know so many men who used to be good looking who have nothing to show for at the end so if you're a woman focus on your looks if you're a man doesn't matter as much still matters a little bit but as you get older it's more to do with the decisions in your life and what you did with what you were given I'm so amped up today because this hater dude or girl i don't know it feels like a dude but i might be wrong he knew so much about me and he's just attacking me for saying like basically projecting because people who are successful in business they don't have time to go around leaving hate comments but he's boosting my algorithm i'm not complaining if he if he is watching or watching this later i invite him to a call i will even anonymously hold it on discord and we can you know battle it out but it's very obvious to me where he is but I got so amped up, I was like, all right, let's do a video. Let's do a video. That's what uh, separates successful people versus unsuccessful people, by the way. Successful people are excited by challenge, and they have the confidence and self-belief knowing that even if they don't do it perfectly, they can at least do something about it. Whereas unsuccessful people just, you know, any little thing you throw at them, they're freaking snowflakes, you know, they can't deal with anything. Um, number three is to network, okay? You gotta network with your heroes. You gotta network with people that you think are a little bit out of your league because really, you know, at the time of this recording, we're slowly opening back up. Um, it's June of 2020 and, you know, coronavirus is gradually, you know, subsiding. And, you know, the people who are able to network and learn how to work with other people that's going to separate the right people, right? So I really wish that I had learned networking a lot earlier. Um, that also has to do with how, um, like what kind of field that you're in. And then just, you know, I really wish that I had put a little bit more focus on that. But, you know, not going to beat myself up over it. But for the people who are watching, I hope you understand, a, excuse me, a little bit more on, you know, how to uh, network. Anyways, all right, number four is to use haters to motivate you, okay? If you have haters, it's a great sign because most of the time we are operating in a form of, you know, apathy. Like, we just don't care. If somebody gets you so mad, somebody is so mad at you, that they leave a comment, that's great. Because it means something that you said triggered them so deep down that they're basically, you know, they hate you. But hate is
is actually easier to convert to love than indifference, right? So you want to learn, you know, look at, because some criticism is valid. You know, some types of criticism is like, okay, you know, you, you need a shower. That's not being a bad hater. Like if you're not showering, you better do that. Uh, but if you have somebody who hasn't achieved what you want, then you have to really look at yourself like, is this a person I want to listen to, right? Like, if you wouldn't trade places with this person, then you shouldn't take their advice. Like, you have to look at the person. Like, are they a successful entrepreneur? If they're a successful entrepreneur, they reach success, the success that you want to reach, and that's a per good person to get advice from, right? Because they're literally where you want to be. But, you know, you know, like, opinions are like assholes. Like, everyone has one. And if you take advice from unsuccessful people, guess what? Not only are you not going to succeed, you're going to succumb to the peer pressure of, oh, this person's doing that, so I'm going to do that. Oh, that person's doing that, I'm going to do that. But you have to know yourself and figure out, okay, what's valuable to you? Because you might value having a house, I might value freedom. You might value, you know, being the best in your field. Maybe I just want to marry somebody who's already there so that I can focus on being a mother and a wife. Like, there's nothing wrong unless, you know, you're deliberately hurting people for no good reason um, to really give in to people who um, basically have no idea how to operate in life, right? And it does go back to parenting, but after a certain time period, you know, 18 or whatever, 21, like, you have to be responsible uh, for your life, right? And if things are not working out, you got to go fix it, okay? And number three, uh, I wish I learned money management a lot faster, uh, a lot sooner. I really wish that instead of avoiding the topic um, to, you know, deal with money issues. And we all have money issues. Even the richest person has to deal with money. So your relationship with finances is very important. I really wish I took more accounting classes. I still try to, and it's just so boring. But it is what runs the world, you know? Like, people who say, oh, it doesn't matter, it'll come are lying to you, okay? Because knowing some of the basics of how money works, how investing works, it frees up your energy from confusion and being lost to being able to, you know, set aside the money that you need to, you know, live three or four years without having to work so that you can thrive. You know, if you're an artist, creative type of person, uh, you know, maybe your income is up and down, but if you understand how to, you know, put away a certain amount of money for emergency savings, you're going to, you know, be, uh, more peaceful and calm and able to take on these projects than if you don't. And welcome to the people who have come on into the live. Uh, feel free to ask any questions. And number seven, I would say get some sort of like therapy or some sort of personal development coaching a lot earlier because I think coaching is still a relatively new industry even though, you know, teaching as a profession has been going on forever, but I think personal development is something that everybody should go through. I feel like everybody should, um, you know, go through some sort of therapy at some point in their life so they can figure out, okay, this is where my life is going, this is what I need to work on, and this is something that I need to do. Because even parents, unless they're trained in childhood psychology and they're actually psychologists, and even psychologists can mess you up. Psychologists, psychologists can probably mess you up the most. Um, having like a third opinion 
who's not involved with your family and friends can really help you see, okay, this is what I need to do. Maybe I need to do anger management classes. Maybe I need to um, figure out how to deal with grief or figure out how to, you know, have boundaries and, you know, not be codependent or more narcissistic. All those things, I think the earlier you can learn this, the better. And I really encourage more. And I think mental health is uh, being less and less destigmatized. Like as we, you know, keep going the lockdown, like people are getting lonely, people are getting crazy and anxious. And now there's like, you know, race riots and, you know, um, dealing with pandemic and just, you know, all, all the things. Like it's enough to drive people nuts. So, you know, getting some sort of mental health support is going to be very helpful for you to becoming a better person. And a lot of times that is really the one thing that you really need to become a bigger person so that your problems seem so insignificant that you can deal with it, you know, becoming the bigger person. And number eight, what I wish I had learned is just to stop arguing with people who are, who just want to be right. Because I think as I get older, I realize like, only people who feel really powerless want to argue with others over politics or and i do it too you know it's not absolute um but nobody cares if you're right they care about what if they feel understood and instead of wasting time educating people who don't want to be educated or who just really don't care about you just remove yourself from the situation you know like i've been stupid enough to, you know, argue with people who just literally didn't care about me. And it's like, what do I get at the end besides, you know, less opportunities and more enemies and more bridges burn? It's like, it's just not worth it. Like, if you don't agree with what they're doing, either try to change them. And if it's not possible, just go with other people who are willing to change, who are willing to um, welcome you instead of fighting a system. And, you know, there's times where you fight the system, but even... Unless you have a huge army behind you or you work internally to change the system, it's better to just go somewhere else where they already have the infrastructure, where they already understand what you're going through. And as I get older, I understand like, you know, having a shared culture and shared values is just, it just makes your life easier, okay? And if you're younger, you know, you can afford to learn about different cultures. And I always encourage people to learn from, you know, different groups of people because that's where the best ideas come from. And I really think, when I went to the Samsung talk earlier in January this year at CES, they were like, you know, it matters less what you look like, it matters more what you look for, right? So if you have the same uh, values, it doesn't matter what you look like. I mean, I like my kid is gonna be half Chinese, but I don't know what the other half might be. Like I might have a black daughter and then I'm gonna set aside $5,000 as a wig fund. I might have, you know, a half white, half Asian daughter. I might have um, a, a full Asian, I don't know, right? But understanding that not going to argue with people who don't get it, unless it helps my brand if it helps my brand oh you bet i'm gonna do that um but thinking about instead of you know arguing with people who just don't get it who think you know you have to be you know broke you know to be in comedy you have to uh you know that that uh you know you have to cook and clean for your spouse and just, you know, all these things I don't believe in, I just don't care about arguing them with people anymore because they just don't get it. And I'm robbing them of the, you know, 
experience of, you know, experiencing themselves. So if you want to get a wife who can cook or clean, go ahead. But if you make less than her, um, see if she respects you <laughs> in a few months. Um, and if you think, you know, you got to be broke to do comedy, then, you know, you can be broke by yourself while other people are, you know, skyrocketing past you. That's your choice. It's not for me to argue. All right, number nine. Number nine is developing a solid faith system, developing a solid um, foundation. Um, because I think most religions started off with good intentions, you know, start off with like intentions, you know, to be good to your neighbor. Um, I don't care if you think uh, it's social control. Yes, it is social control, but what isn't social control, right? Like, uh, you know, even Islam, it's like, you know, before you could marry unlimited women and they narrowed it down to four. I think that's, that's, that's still some kind of progress. And if you, not everyone can afford four women. <laughs> Have you seen our shopping bills? You know how much maintenance a woman is. So if you can't afford four women, go ahead. Um, more power to you. If they all agree and they're happy, then, you know, who 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 is anyone else to judge? Um, so I think adopting a solid belief system, because I immigrated from one country to another, there was a lot of belief shocks and a lot of value shock that I had to understand. But I think um, just generally adopting a system that was going to help me be prosperous while helping others um, I'm a Christian right now, um, so you have to really realize that, oh, okay, um, this is the right way to do things, this is the wrong way to do things, because there is right or wrong, like, don't get me wrong, guys, like, life is kind of like math, there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer, there's some things that are, you know, more gray area, but it's very important for you to have a solid and consistent belief system so that you can measure, okay, I'm doing this correctly, I'm doing that correctly. Money is kind of a belief system in that, um, you know, money is really like helping people solve problems, right? Or like helping them save on labor or helping them save on creativity. So money is not a bad thing. So having a belief system that helps you become prosperous and also knowing how to navigate to the world because there's ways of dealing with people. There's ways of dealing with your spouse that will yield good results and there's ways of dealing with your spouse that yields bad results and it's just up to you. You know, I think most religions are not created to, you know, create horrible people who, you know, ruin the world. I could be wrong, but I think 90% of religions start from a good point of view. So as long as you know and you're in a good community, you have good guidance, I really suggest people, especially millennials who seem very lost and confused, to adopt a belief system after research on like what do you believe and to go forward from there. Um, and number 10, uh, this is something that my friend told me, like she's very smart, she studied finance and she she told me to like focus on profit and loss in life and she's very correct. Like when you're younger, you can do everything, right? When you get older, you realize, okay, if I do this, this is going to be this result. If I do that, it's going to be that result. So instead of just being codependent and just demanding people to like you because you did this thing for them and, you know, wanting them to like you, think about, okay, what can you give to the world that's going to help, like, have a win-win situation? Like, if you don't have a win-win situation, either you uh, have to suffer massive damage or they have to suffer massive damage and you want to be able to have a situation ideally where both of you guys win but sometimes you win sometimes you lose 
but you should always be learning from it. So instead of trying to, you know, like, get this person to like you, think about, hey, what is this person giving to me? Like, what is this person actually contributing to my life? And you have to think about it yourself, too. You know, you have to think about, okay, uh, have I been a good friend? You know, have I been a good, you know, um, spouse? Have I been a good friend, a family member, all those things. And number 11, I would really, I really wish I would have gone out more. Uh, I was a very shy child and I was just always scared of everything. And I think all the worries and concern, like most of them never really happened. So I really wish I had gone out more often as a child because I was just so scared. Either, you know, I would like, you know, not be able to graduate or not be able to, you know, make my business happen, which are, you know, good fears to have because you don't want to, you know, be willy nilly doing whatever and not having any, um, look at this, not having any sort of measurement in life, but I really wish that I had had more fun. And number 13 is kind of correlated. Number 13 is like, I really wish I had traveled more. Like I immigrated, yes, but I really wish that, you know, I did, I wish I did study abroad. Like I traveled like right after college, which is really nice. But I really wish that I would have, um, you know, uh, just done more things, gone to more places, because it makes you more worldly. It also humbles you to have a different perspective, right? I think it's easier to say, oh, you know, my life sucks when you when you don't have any comparisons. So if you see other people in other situations, it sparks your creativity. It also makes you more grateful and more humble so that you can um, be the person who makes the changes. You know, I really don't believe in, you know, complaining over nothing. Like, I think you can complain, but you should do something about it if you're going to complain, you know. Um, and number 14, oh, this is a fun one. I wish I, so I don't regret my first marriage because I learned a lot from it, even though I would have preferred the circumstances to be quite different. I think, um, and this is what I'm doing now, I wish I would have really understood what marriage was and to have people who are happily in marriages and kind of listen to more people who were telling me stuff in not so uncertain terms and so just thinking oh you know i'm different you know this is this is, i'm i'm different from everyone else chances are you're not different from everyone everyone else and as a woman you know as i've said in youtube videos before you want to marry for a lifestyle because you know feelings change all the time like the feeling of love changes day by day and instead of using this fleeting emotion as a measure of something that is going to definitely change your, I would say your marriage even changes you more than a job because you can switch jobs, you can quit jobs, but like, you know, going from, you know, being with somebody every day and versus being single, um, you know, I am prepared for being single forever if that's what, uh, what what's in my destiny. I'm going to try my best to, you know, get to know more of the people that I want to. and as you know we open up I think it's going to be easier for me because you know we've been locked down for three months can't really do anything um but as I open up to more people who are aligned with my values and my lifestyles I really think marriage is uh for like the lifestyle that you want right if you want to work you know as a woman you know contribute to 50 percent of the bills 
just know what you're setting yourself up for, right? I'm I'm not saying you can't, but just understand that your risk you the you can't at least for me, I find it very hard to be able to respect a man who is not driven enough to want to protect and provide for his children just because you know i had the experience of you know biological father who didn't really see that as his responsibility so for me it's just like you know either i'm going to be with somebody who really really wants marriage more so than i do and wants kids more so than i do i would rather just be single because what's the point of trying to drag somebody when he's supposed to rule the world so to speak i think men you know as this is 2020 but still it's like God gave men more strength so that he can be a protector and provider. And if you rob him of that, then what's the point of him being with you when, you know, you got it all? You got it all handled. You don't need to, you know, you know, like ask him for anything. What's the point of a relationship, really? It's not all um, just, okay, I want to have it all. I really don't believe that you can have it all. Not, at least not at the same time. Um, but very, very important. I would marry for a lifestyle. And if you're a man, you can marry for love, okay? You do whatever you want. It's, it's you know, you got to pay for it. But, or you cannot. But, you know, God sees things. And uh, don't be, don't be shocked when karma comes back to you. And number 15, I would say I would start a business way earlier. So I started a business when I was like 23. I probably should have started it when I wanted to have started it, which was when I was 18, like right when I was in college. Because there's less response, had even less responsibilities than I did now. And I have more of a safety net. I have a, you know, bigger network because I was at, uh, in college at the time. So you need to figure out what's the thing that you want to do and just do it. Because the cost of doing business is so low. It's like... You want to start a website, you can make a free one. You want to do social media marketing, you can do that right now. You're one post away from probably your next client. So I would have started a business way earlier. I would not have waited at all. Because um, I had, you know, built up all this image of, you know, have to be like, you know, Ramit Sethi. I need to be like Marie Forleo. I need to be like Laura Roder. Like, no. You can do whatever the hell you want. Because there's no rules that say, oh, Lee can't start a business because... You know, she's, the only thing is if you're not ready. If you're not ready, nothing will be ready. But you need to figure out, hey, this is what I want to do. Go do it. All right. And number 16. I wish I was a little bit more perceptive. And I think this is, some of it is just nature. So, and, you know, a little bit of nurture. I wish I was more aware of how I'm perceived. And part of it you can't control. Like how people perceive you, part of it is just like, well, they can't they can't, you can't control how other people look at you. Like, if somebody spreads rumors about other people, um, there's nothing you can do, right? And there's this quote that says, like, take care of your character, because your reputation is what other people say about you, right? Your character is what you know inside. So there's a bunch of other people spreading rumors, which I don't really mind, because they don't know me. And if they're going to spread things that are false information, and when they actually meet me and it's not true, then guess who looks bad? Right, so for me, I don't really mind. I probably should dial down on the hate marketing just a little bit as I get older, but I don't regret anything that I did because that was what I knew to be best at the time in order to defend myself, in order to um, say what I truly believe in. And now it's just like, you know what? I don't need people to agree with everything that I, you know, think. So it's just whatever. Um... 
and number 17 is having standards okay having standards and the type of people that i want to deal with having standards of how i expect myself to conduct myself in certain situations would be very important for me and i think this is something that changes all the time so being able to write about things and organize your thoughts and organize your worldview is very important here it's like spring cleaning but for your brain so you need to figure out okay this is a standard that i want to achieve every day so maybe you put out two pieces of content a day that's a standard you want to be with guys who only take you to you know very nice dinners that's a standard because guess what if he's not trying to impress you the first time then like what how do you expect him to do anything else how do you expect him to be a husband and father if he doesn't even come to you with the best and that's why i think we should all date o older because of the culture you know hookup culture is kind of like degraded women to the point where you were begging for crumbs when we can work we can do other things it actually raises your requirements for men because not every man is going to be able to impress you and if he's not impressing you why would you even want to be with him why would you want to give up biologically speaking nine months of your life having a baby and not even knowing if he's going to be financially be able to take care of it leaving you in a worse position if you do decide to be intimate with him but that's a whole nother category which you know you guys can look at my earlier videos uh but yeah having standards very important let me take a sip of this boba all right number 18 um is investing in tools that would speed up my success. I wish I wasn't so indecisive on, you know, investing in coaching and investing in people that could help me get to the next level because that's probably the one thing getting you, preventing you from going to the next step. So you have to be clear, you know what? If getting this laptop is gonna make me 10 times better at my job and faster and every time I post a video, it's gonna be quicker why not do it you know what's the one thing and if you need to save up and work for it go do it you know so investing in tools you know coaches and people who are going to help you get to the next level because it's like not having a car in america if you don't have a car in america you're screwed so by having the car you have the freedom and mobility to do all the things that you want to do but not having it really puts a damper on every aspect of your life and Number 19, I would say focusing on the positive because it's very easy to say, oh, um, uh, things are going to suck. And you might be right, but what are you getting? You know, like if you shoot for like $10 million and you hit $1 million, you actually still win because um, in terms of population, people who don't even reach that goal they you know because technically you failed but in terms of the greater scheme of things you are a huge winner right so you have to think about that um focusing on the positive focusing on what you want to happen and you want to prepare just in case but focus a lot more on you know what could go right and number 20 is investing okay I really wish I learned investing earlier on. I really wish I understood money a lot better than I do. But it's, you know, ongoing information, ongoing. You, you know, learn how to pay off debt. You learn how to, you know, what to invest in, what not to invest in, um, what to spend money on. It's all like decision making. So if you know the value of what you prioritize and then you know uh, what you don't care about, 
then you can make better decisions, right? Maybe you don't care about toilet paper quality, then you get the cheapest one. If you really care about the, um, you know, laptop because you work from home, then invest in it, you know, because it's worth it. All right. And number 21. So I would say forgive people who actually do want to make amends. I think a lot of times we mistake ego for... Um, for what's the right thing to do right so i wish that i had more wisdom to forgive people when they actually did want to change right like something you know we all mess up you know we all are you know imperfect creatures but if you have somebody who's willing to make changes accept that person you know you know be forgiving because you're not perfect either and then you want to be able to um you know have that same grace if you're actually truly making a change right and this does not extend to exes for sure i mean okay it depends but still it's like you want to think about okay is this person really trying to make a change if because if they really want to make a change it's actually better that you don't lose this person because they're sincerely sorry right and there's a lot of a lot to say about like you know who you want to forgive and who you don't and you know when it comes to like fidelity and relationships and stuff be, but you know, if they're like 80% there for you, then forgive a few things, you know, don't be so rigid, don't be so, so bitchy. Um, and uh, number 22 is I would serve an evergreen market. So at the time of the speaking, uh, Trump has basically halted immigration. I kind of saw this happening anyways, and I still am a supporter of him because I think he's doing a great job overall. And I think it is time for reform. It's better that we figure stuff out first instead of trying to, uh, like, you know, police everyone and try to make things better out of just a horrible badge where, you know, things are so uncertain. But I think I would have served a more evergreen market, which is what I'm doing now. I'm helping designers and people who are in the IT field learn how to start a business. And I wish I had just made the transition because I was already coaching entrepreneurship, but just on a lower scale. And a lot of personal stuff happened, so I wasn't able to fully commit to it. But now I'm, you know, full steam ahead 100%. So I would I would have focused on serving an evergreen market that would not be as affected by politics as much as the previous niche that I was in. And don't get me wrong, like I can still help people from that niche, but I just feel like there's so many changes, so much uncertainty. And I think immigration itself is, you know, going through reform. It's like, if you can work from anywhere, do you really need to leave your friends and family to go to a completely different land and to learn everything brand new? Like, it was very hard to kind of learn everything and learn English and learn how the system goes. And I, and I feel for anybody who has to do that. But maybe immigration has reached a point in terms of technology that you don't have to leave. You can live from anywhere and anywhere with an internet connection and then you'll be good. So I really encourage all of us to think about, hey, um, what is something that will always be in demand? Like that's why accounting, you know, real, real estate is a little bit iffy now, which is kind of funny. I mean, people are always going to need places to live, but something to think about as you, you know, start a business. That's what I, you know, teach my clients. Like, are you in a field that is profitable, who people are willing and able to pay for you? All right. And then, uh, number 23 is stop making so many enemies. I won't lie, it was freaking so much fun um, being in stand-up comedy. And I'm still, I guess I'm still in it, even though it has paused a lot. I think it gave me, it helped me gain even more confidence. And then just realized, like, 
you don't have to kowtow to people who, you know, aren't even at the success level that you want to be in. So to me, it's just like, I would probably have rewarded some things and not, you know, jumped to conclusions so fast. Uh, but I think stop making so many enemies because it does limit your options if you're not careful. Um, I still stand by what I say. There are a few things that I wish I hadn't said, but it's already said, so what is there to do? And uh, number 24 would be to kind of like stop... Uh, enjoy and just be okay with um like not being best friends with everyone i think that's the best way to see it like i think i was too black and white before it's like there's nothing that really kills you to be nice to just be even civil right because if you're a bitch you're gonna have to suffer the consequences of having a bitchy reputation and i think as i get older you get more wisdom it's just like if your only power comes from just ignoring people or being a bitch, that means you're very not powerful inside, if you think about it, right? Because powerful people, I've noticed that they're generous. Like, they don't have to be a bitch because there's no point in repelling people, right? And I think this is something that, you know, I continuously work on. And I think people just get better as they get older, as they learn more things. Like, you want to have more options in life rather than less options in life later on. And, um... You know, just being civil and not being a complete asshole uh, helps. Uh, okay, um, number 25 uh, would be energy management. I wish I managed my energy a little bit better. Um, I'm definitely a morning person, so I wish that I had managed my energy a little bit better, like just knowing, okay, this is what you do, this is what you don't do, this is the time to drink coffee, this is, you know, just food management as well. Um, I would just do that again and number 26 is getting a mentor so i started getting coaches when i was about five years ago so when i was like 25 i started seriously investing in coaches and it was great because they helped me see uh, my blind spots and they kind of helped me figure out okay this is what triggers you well why does it trigger you right it's i think it's very important to not just block every single opinion that you disagree with because the growth comes from being uncomfortable and if you're always comfortable it's a bad sign it means you're not growing right so if you constantly push yourself to the next level and you see progress that's awesome and even if you have setbacks it's like you know i got rejected like 96 times before i got my first client and it was in those 95 rejections each time it helped me see okay this is how i can do better this is how i can you know be a little bit more convincing or this is what they want to do and this is what i need to change in my offer so understanding what they needed uh was very important and just knowing how to um save time uh, by not making the mistakes that i made and to go forward all right so number 27 as I, as I wish I'd stop wasting time, like, I, I think I'm a very hard worker, but I still feel like I wasted so much time on a lot of Facebook postings, and I think I've, you know, dialed down that a lot a bit, and I think, 
if you're constantly arguing about politics and things that you're not directly involved with, it's a sign that you feel powerless in, you know, other areas. Like, I noticed that when I wasn't doing too well in my personal life, I would, you know, purposely pick fights, and it's not a, not a good thing. So, learning how to not waste time and only focus on things that are going to help me is something that I have learned. And, you know, all these things, and I, know, I don't do any of it perfect, but I think it's helpful to know and move forward okay and uh, number 28 would be to stop going for approval and validation because approval and validation is like you go to people and then you hope that they would say that you're a good person or you you know they compliment you and then you always fight for that instead of internally knowing okay this is the right decision for me or other people and being able to move forward there so that would be not going for validation because if you're codependent you're always going to be asking people okay is this what i should do is this not and just basically be in a circle where your opinions don't matter it's always the other person all right and number 29 would be like stop name calling people um because i think name calling is very easy you know i do that <laughs> partly for fun and partly i know i'm and then i you know end up saying oh, i wish i didn't do that but understanding how to um basically you know look at people as as individuals and to not jump to conclusions and not make such you know quick snap judgments it's something to work on all right and number 30 it's kind of like the first one but just i guess more amplified like taking more risks um being able to do more um do more of what i wanted and just like doing it one step at a time instead of you know having everything to be perfect and having everything to you know line up like you know the stars are aligned you know there's no mercury retrograde or whatever the hell um the horoscope people do so you want to be able to take more risk and do the things that you want to do and i wish I wish I would have done that. So, as a recap, all right, 30 things I wish I learned. You guys ready? <laughs> Just a recap, all right. First one, doing what you want to do. Number two, getting plastic surgery sooner. <laughs> Number three, uh, networking with your heroes. Number four, using haters to motivate you. Number five, learning money management. Number six, learning how to deal with quality men. Number seven, get therapy earlier. Number eight, stop arguing with people who don't get it. Number nine, adopting a solid belief system, in which case it's Christianity. Um, focus on, uh, number 10, focus on profit and loss in daily life. Number 11, going out uh, and having more fun. Number 12, focusing on more Oh, focusing more and not being scattered everywhere. Maybe I skipped that one. Uh, number 13, traveling more. Number 14, marrying for lifestyle. Number 15, starting a business earlier. Number 16, learning how to be more aware of how other people perceive me. Number 17, having standards. Number 18, investing in tools to speed up success. Number 19 is focusing on the positive. Number 20, investing. Number 21, forgiving people who, you know, are generally good people who do want to make amends. Number 22, serving an evergreen market and business. 
Number 23, stop wasting so, stop making so many enemies. Uh, and number 24, uh, stop holding grudges. And number 25, being better at energy management. Number 26, getting a mentor. Number 27, stop wasting time. Number 28, don't live uh, for approval or validation. And number 29, stop name calling people and said get to know them as people. And then 30 is taking more risks. So would you add anything to that list? Uh, hit comment, subscribe, click the little bell so you don't miss my notifications. And I will see 